0: our lives. But today we bring you to, to the experience of the business world, the business people. So can you introduce yourself to the business community? Uh, who, who is Papa Mike Bring the businessman and the business mind?
1: Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> yes, I, um, like many apostolic people, I have uh, run businesses for many years. And um, Sally and I, Almost accidentally start businesses it 's one of those it 's one of those things that you know it 's a, it's a bit like you guys accidentally starting missional communities okay. during covid it 's just a natural kind of outflow of the way that god 's designed us mm-hmm. and um, currently, I have a coaching and consultancy business a, a publishing company and my wife um, decided to branch out and she has an amazing business where she delivers flowers to people, usually on a Friday, uh-huh. and um, the people who want to have the flowers delivered just contact her, and then she takes it or her staff take it to them personally, and it's called Flowers on Friday, and it's fantastic. It's really fantastic. Yeah.
0: Right. You, you want to? You can copy that
1: idea. Yeah. 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 yeah just, I would. It's a great yeah. idea.
0: Flowers yeah. on Friday. Fantastic. Oh, by the way, Papa Mike, we have a, a, a culture here at Business Garage. It's called Kutumira, Kutumira, which means sending greetings.
1: Sending greetings, yeah. okay. So, would
0: you like to send some greetings? To? Uh, I don't know, especially Sally.
1: Well, to Sally, of <laughs> course, darling. I know you're asleep right now, so you won't be hearing this. <laughs> I woke up at um, early this morning, and at 6 o'clock, she said, Are you still awake? I said... No, I'm just waking up. <laughs> and she said, well, I'm just going to bed, so. But greetings to Sally and to all of my friends in the United States, the United Kingdom, all our family and friends. Yay!
0: All right, so I'm going to get straight into <coughs> it. At the business garage, starting at a light moment, mm-hmm. you, at the business breakfast, you say to us that when you come into a new space, uh, there's something you call the fireworks display. <laughs> Should I take you up on
1: that? <laughs> yeah. So uh,
0: Give us a little fireworks display. Yes, Show us how yes. it's done so that we know how to do it uh, when we have the opportunity.
1: Well, <laughs> I, think, I think when you're in business, you're in a competency-driven culture. Mm-hmm. So the culture is driven by competency. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to make a name for yourself, you have to demonstrate competency. Mm-hmm. So when I'm with pastors, yes. I demonstrate my competency in navigating scripture.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And so they look at that and they think, I don't know whether I could do that. And then they think, well, if I couldn't do that, maybe I can't do the other things that he's talking about <laughs> yes. as well. So maybe I need to listen to what he's saying.
0: Yes.
1: So it's a little bit, it's a little bit of that kind of idea. Of course, we're not using deceptive methods. No. We're just simply demonstrating the things that God has given us so that we're able then to offer people the service that, that we've got available. Yes. So it's, I think, quite important, both in our messaging and in, by, by which I mean the kind of media messaging, and in our general disposition, that we're ready to offer the competence that we have available.
0: Yeah. Well, we were sort of hoping for a little fireworks display from you, Papa Mai.
1: Maybe it will come as we go along in oh, the interview it, today. It, it, may come on, it, it may come as it comes.
0: I'm sure from. it will. We already, you, <laughs> whether you intend it or not, <laughs> it, it comes. So <laughs> let's talk about the five capitals. Yeah. It's one of the tools that is used. I think some people actually in Uganda think we came up with it. Mm-hmm. And so they might be surprised to find out that it's not our original idea because yeah. we use it a lot in like every coaching space, mm-hmm. even out there in business spaces. Mm-hmm. So people that the person who wrote Economics mm-hmm. and the Five Capitals <laughs> book is Papa Mike Green. Uh, and I <laughs> know that they think it's a worship harvest idea, but it came from him. So if you could talk about how the five capitals and how they actually operate mm-hmm. in the business world, now we are generally a young population. Our yeah. uh, average age is about 16 point something years mm-hmm. in Uganda. So which of the capitals would you be saying, as a business person operating in that space generally, should we be focusing on and why? It's a broad question, but yeah. Well,
1: with such a young culture, you have a lot of physical capital. Mm -hmm. So I I look around, there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of strength, there's a lot of stamina, there's a lot of ability. (laughs) Um, I think maybe as you get older, you might find that it's not quite as much available. Mm. But um, but, but one of the... um, But one of the things to do, which I've done over the years, is to try to maintain physical capital and not assume that what you have at the age of 20, you're going to have at the age of 50. So it's worth thinking about what you're putting into your body, how you're using it, and how you're developing it, because here's one of the things that everybody needs to know. Once you get to 50, Mm -hmm. you will undoubtedly begin to move into the decline of physical energy <laughs> and maybe before if you've abused you know, the physical capital that God's given you. And so you really do need to be thinking about it long before that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I started to really concentrate on my physical capital um, when I was about 32. Mm. They did a test on me recently and they said that all of your vital signs are the signs of a 29-year-old man. So, Is, is that
0: because you pray a lot? Is it, is it by prayer? Does this come by prayer?
1: I, I, my, mostly my wife prays for that a lot. <laughs> but yeah. um, but, the, but the, the, the point is is that you, you have to make that investment. But, but you've, got, you've got so much of that, you may forget... Yes to kind of continue investing there. But the thing that I would suggest that you really go after is, of course, the more important capitals. Mm -hmm. The way in which you look at the capitals is that, of course, spiritual capital is the most important because that's the one that is the currency of wisdom and power. Mm -hmm. Relationships are enormously important and continuing investing in those is of ultimate significance because Mm. friends and family are the means by which you, your life, and your business will be conducted. Intellectual capital, I would say, is enormously important. Probably what we'll do this morning is give more of that than anything else. But here's the thing. When Jesus said, there is a pearl of great price, you need to invest all of your capitals Mm. to find that pearl. Mm -hmm. He's not only saying that spiritual capital is the most important, he's giving us an understanding mm-hmm. as to how to build any capital. Uh-huh. Bye. So, most young people want money. Of course. Understandably, mm-hmm. because that seems as though it's the best way to see redemption and lift. <laughs> it's a process described by sociologists and by missiologists. When the gospel comes to a person or community, redemption takes place mm-hmm. and they begin to change their behavior and yes. they lift from their economic circumstances into a whole new level. Yes. And in fact, the gospel has created whole new opportunities and really many economists would say that without the Christian gospel, we wouldn't really have the world economy that we have now. Wow. So that's, I think that's very important and many people don't really understand that and certainly the kind of non-Christian, anti-Christian kind of messaging out there yes. that you often get, often doesn't want to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's most certainly true. So I think that that intellectual capital is enormously important because you're going to be able to increase your physical capital. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. To incre- uh, sorry, to, you're going to be able to increase your financial capital. Financial. But, he, but here's the thing. If you get any capital... By investing the other four. Yeah. Then the way to increase your financial capital Mm -hmm. is to look at and audit spiritual capital, Mm -hmm. relational capital, intellectual capital, Mm -hmm. physical Physical. capital, and then invest what it is that you've audited. Invest all of it. All of it. And then you'll inevitably grow financially. It's just it's it's not it's not magic. It's simply a pattern, a principle, a process, that will inevitably happen.
0: Wow. So what, what I'm hearing is to, to get to the financial, which is what the business community really is about, is that we have to invest the other four. Yeah. Um, is, that, is that an intentional process or is it something that just happens? Uh, naturally, What's the advantage of being intentional and how would I be intentional yeah. about investing the four to get the one that I'm chasing?
1: I mean, some of it is some of it's intuitive. Jesus gives a great example, which is a, often a confusing parable. The, the parables of Jesus are very straightforward usually. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes you look at a parable and you think, I'm not sure about this. The shrewd manager <laughs> yes. in, uh, in Luke 16, I think it is. 16. Yeah, he... He is a person who's going to lose his job, Mm -hmm. and so what he does is he thinks, he uses his intellectual Intellectual, capital, mm -hmm. and he thinks, if I'm going to lose my job, Mm -hmm. I need to increase the one capital that's going to be the most valuable, (laughs) that's going to help me when I lose my job. That means I need to increase my relational capital Capital. by providing friends and support for me Mm -hmm. when I don't have any.
0: Yes,
1: what Jesus is doing there is he's saying, <clears throat> the people of the world understand how to do these things. Yes. So why don't we? Why don't we? And that's basically the wisdom of Jesus. I mean, and if anybody's got spiritual capital, Jesus does. Oh, yeah. So listen to the wisdom of Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow, listen to the wisdom of?
1: Jesus. Yeah. Of
0: Jesus, and his wisdom is, I like that you've simplified all of this into what we're calling now. If you're, if you're with us for the first time and you're wondering what the five capitals are, mm-hmm. you know, let's ask Papa Mike to actually tell us what are the five capitals yeah. because I think so, we've assumed that the people know what we are talking about. So think
1: about your hand, hold your hand up. <coughs> Spiritual capital, that's the, that's the most important one and it can touch all the others most easily. Oh, yeah, you like that? Yeah. Then you have relational capital, Mm -hmm. then you have intellectual capital, Mm -hmm. then you have physical capital, Mm -hmm. and then you have financial capital. Now, these two fingers sometimes switch over. Sometimes physical is more important than intellectual. Sometimes intellectual is more important than physical. Mm -hmm. But basically, those five capitals are the capitals that we operate with. Spiritual capital, Mm -hmm. the the currency of spiritual capital is wisdom, and power. Power. The currency of relational capital are family and friends. Yes. The the currency of intellectual capital are ideas and concepts. The currency of physical capital is time and energy. Mm -hmm. Financial capital, depends on what market you're working in, Shillings, shillings and cents. Shillings and cents, dollars and cents, whatever. <laughs> Does that make sense?
0: Makes sense, absolutely. So that we are saying, and I like that how Papa Mike has demonstrated is the thumb is the most critical. You, holding is very difficult without the thumb. Mm-hmm. And so the spiritual capital. And yet we feel many times we are more fueled by culture and life to be more intrigued and excited and chasing after the financial capital, but you seem to have put it...
1: Yeah, and, and the only thing that that's good for is picking your nose. So it's, uh, <laughs> so it's not at all helpful. So, um, I mean, it really doesn't do anything. It, it's basically the product of the others.
0: Oh, <coughs> It is the product of the others. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying to me is that if what I'm doing is... Trying to chase after the financial capital without paying attention to the other four, I—I I am correct. I'm, I'm lost.
1: Yeah, and it may be, it may be that you you have a you know very strong little finger, but <laughs> but but if you don't have the other fingers operating, I mean, who cares? Exactly. Who cares? I mean, I, I've, been in cultures, I've been in cultures where the nail on the little finger is, long. is allowed to grow long mm-hmm. to indicate prosperity, wealth, oh, yes. and importance. And I looked at that and I thought, that could be really quite dangerous. <laughs> you know, having a, having a really, really long little finger could be really quite complicated, <laughs> especially shaking your hands or scratching your eye or, you know, anything could happen. So... Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, I'd like to ask you: Do you have a really strong little finger, <laughs> or do you have a well-balanced hand? I really, I think that's a powerful image to keep thinking about. That what's going on is there? Am I investing in the four to reach the one, or have I heavily invested in the one and I am losing out on all the others? And no. how that works even in the business space? So, actually, now let's let's get into a little bit of... So I'm running a business, mm-hmm. right? And that, that the, how I... You just talked about the, the end of it is the finances for many of us mm-hmm. um, and it's about shillings if you're, if you're in Uganda or whatever currency that mm-hmm. is for you. How do I then invest like the, those four capitals in the practical business world to make sure that the finances are working? How does
1: that work? So <clears throat> the way you... The way you start a business is you identify opportunity Mm -hmm. and then you communicate your ability to meet that opportunity.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah? Is that correct? Yeah. So if you've identified an opportunity, then this is a new frontier. This Mm -hmm. is a new borderland Mm -hmm. for you to think about. And if that's the case, then what you're asking is, God, show me where your kingdom, because we're representatives of the king. Show me where and how I can extend your kingdom of serving people in the needs that they have, in meeting people in the place that they find themselves, and building relationships with them so that your kingdom can benefit their lives and benefit the lives of the people that their life touches Show me how best I can reach that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So you're using spiritual, spiritual capital. capital, yes. Then you say to the Lord, give me an understanding of who the people of peace are mm-hmm. on that frontier. Mm-hmm. Who are the people who like me, mm-hmm. listen to me, and who want to serve me in taking this opportunity? Yes. Relational capital. Yep, exactly. Then say, okay, Lord, I see the people that you've given me, mm-hmm. who seem to be operating on this frontier, yeah. now help me to communicate with the broader group of people that they represent. The capacity I have to meet that opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, this is where we have to just stop for a minute. Yes. Communication. Contextualization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you do it? Well, either. You spend, I mean, you could probably spend, I could probably train you in maybe three or four years.
0: Oh gosh, well, wow.
1: You know, it might, it might take a, a while. Or, I know you're listening right now, or you use the person of peace. Oh. So, yes. here's my person of peace. He's called Apostle Moses.
0: Yes.
1: And he has, he has the door to a family, to a group of friends, to a network that is the opportunity that I want to serve.
0: Yes.
1: I say to him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how do I communicate? What do I say? Mm-hmm. In conversations, you may not say that, in conversations over a coffee, you're asking questions like, so what do you think the people that you know need? Mm -hmm. How do they express those needs? Mm -hmm. How do you think someone would meet those needs in a way that's effective, in a way that is um, appropriate, in a way that's accessible? You see, contextualization is a complicated thing until you realize that the people who do the contextualizing for you are the people that God's prepared for you.
0: Yes, they are your people of peace.
1: So you could spend an awful long time learning it, or you could use the little bit of wisdom, the little bit of intelligence, the little bit of knowledge, the little the few concepts, person of peace is a concept, and say, okay, this person is the means by which mm. I'm going to learn how to communicate with this new market. Yes. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Mm.
1: Once you've done that, then you say, okay, looking at this, I need to invest some physical and financial capital. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide how you're going to spend that mm. capital. Are you going to use people to reach out personally, call, visit, make relationships? Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, that's their physical capital, you probably have to pay for it. Are you going to find a way of speaking to people who can do some kind of communication campaign so that you can position yourself on social media, Mm -hmm. in some kind of printed media, in a way that communicates what it is that you're offering to the opportunity that you see? Yes. Once you've done that, then basically it's it's rinse and repeat.
0: Yes. Wow, so powerful! I, I, right there in that example, I saw how both relational capital and intellectual—you know—can they, they, it can save you money and time because of relationship to get the intellectual. Everything is so there's so much wisdom in there, and so there's L- no. Let me just say way. this. Let yes. me just
1: say this. The person of peace is something that's given by God. Wow! But there will be lots and lots and lots of pretend people Mm -hmm. of peace. The enemy knows the strategy (laughs) and deception doesn't fool anybody if it's not close to the truth. (laughs) Yeah, say that to your friend. Deception doesn't fool anybody if it's not close to the truth.
0: Deception doesn't fool anybody.
1: So, look out for the time wasters. Look out for the capital destroyers. Mm, mm. Because you can put all your capital into the wrong people. So, you really need discernment. And the thing that's probably the way in which you can really discern whether a person is a person of peace Mm -hmm. is this. Mm -hmm. Not whether they like you, because you're very likable people. (laughs) Who who wouldn't like you? You're very likable. Ask yourself this, are they saying back to me what it is that I said to them? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself that. Because if they're beginning to say back to you what you've said to them, they're listening to you. Mm -hmm. And then ask yourself, are they serving you or are they serving Themselves. themselves? Are they serving you or are they serving themselves? The people that are serving themselves then probably not going to be the people of peace that you're looking for. Now, is there collaboration? Is there mutual uh, mutual kind of cooperation in the things? Of course there are. But that's not what we're talking about by identifying Mm -hmm. the person of peace. Mm. The person of peace is someone that God has designed to meet you in the need that you have and give you the necessary serving that you require.
0: Wow. Wow was a very powerful caution that will probably save us so much pain and money and time wasted not kidding yes yeah, I wish
1: I'd have, I wish I'd have known that 20 years ago yes
0: because <laughs> I, and, and that is, I, I, I was going to ask the question which you answered that so how do I discern and so you just gave us the discernment tools mm-hmm. are they speaking back to me what mm-hmm. I am saying in other words are they listening mm-hmm. and are they serving themselves or are they serving? me because at that point the person of peace is serving you and there's nothing evil about that. It is the way of God to help us to Mm, prosper. mm. I have so much I want to ask. Meanwhile, remember you can ask questions. We're waiting for them Mm. and our time is is running and there's so much wisdom already being dispensed. But we've benefited so much as a movement from building a discipling culture and these shapes that you have Mm -hmm. developed for us. I mean, the church we have really, really grown. Now, I found out that you've also designed something for the business world. Yeah. And that, that can help. So, if you could talk about that in the marketplace, how these shapes work.
1: Yeah. But a friend of mine who's an enormously successful businessman, he and I were sitting on his um, 79-foot yacht in the Caribbean. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. <laughs> And he said, why don't we start a business course together? And I said, sure. So, <laughs> it's very difficult to say no to somebody on a 79-foot I, yacht I
0: so, yeah. in the
1: Caribbean. It's, it's yeah. He, he felt like course. a person of peace at that moment. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and he, said, um, he said, the thing is, he said, you've been designed to do what you do and I've been designed to do what I do Mm -hmm. by God. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, because this is what the scriptures say, that God has created us in Christ Jesus for good works Mm -hmm. that he has prepared in advance for us to do. And I said, I think a lot of business people think that the best that they can do is earn money for the church. Oops. In fact, of course, that's a great benefit to the kingdom and to the church, but they've been designed to extend the kingdom mm-hmm. by representing the king in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And so wow. we created a little course, we created a little course called Designed for Business. Mm. And I've re, I've redesigned the shapes so that they can be used with language that the business community can operate with. Wow! So the learning circle, Repent and Believe, is now reorientation and intention. So you basically create a learning culture through reorientation and intention. And we, we look at other things. I, I think one of the things you were saying to me earlier is you wanted to look at the, the, the fivefold ministries, yes. how that works. Yes. The way it works is that when you become a believer, the thing that God created you for mm-hmm. is now filled with his spirit and brought to life. Mm -hmm. So there are many, many, many apostles in waiting who have not come to know Jesus. There are many prophets in waiting that have not come to know Jesus. Many evangelists in waiting waiting. that have not known. There are many teachers and pastors. When the Spirit comes and fills the shape that they've been created to take, they fulfill the calling and the destiny Mm -hmm. that is upon them. Now, if you meet somebody who's an apostle in waiting or who is a believer who maybe doesn't understand the fivefold ministries and the way that God makes us, they don't understand that being an apostolic person is pretty much identical to being entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. So now here's the thing for me. I look at this prophetically in relation to Uganda and I think... I think it's impossible that Uganda doesn't become one of the richest nations in Africa. Come on! It's it's impossible because because it's an apostolic nation. Hmm. Why is it an apostolic nation? Because literally everywhere I go, everybody's an entrepreneur.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, literally. (laughs) There's motorcycles and there's people on the side of the street and there's people just renting little spaces. I mean, it's like everyone's an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. And it's become the atmosphere that everyone's breathing.
0: Yes.
1: So that's hugely important. So entrepreneurial kind of endeavor is very, very similar to apostolic, apostolic. work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, here's the one that people often misunderstand. Yes. And it's something that you and your husband just like perfectly demonstrate. Mm. Because, because the prophetic in the marketplace mm-hmm. Is the thing that has the greatest currency currently. Ooh. And it is the creatives. Wow. Those are so
0: perfect. if you
1: if you ask, if you ask now within the marketplace, who are the people who can ask for the highest salaries? Who are the people who the large corporations are looking for the most? They're looking for the creatives. Wow. And the creatives are the people who are shaped. They're kind of Satellite dish is shaped Mm -hmm. to receive the information, Mm -hmm. interpret it, and then communicate it. Wow. Do you get that? Their satellite dish is to receive the information, process it, Mm -hmm. and then communicate it. That's what a prophet does. It's true. A prophet is doing that. And as we're operating in a, in a prophetic gifting, maybe not a prophetic ministry, but a mm-hmm. prophetic gifting, we're receiving from the Lord, we're processing it, and then we're communicating yes. it. That's what prophecy is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what creative wow. creative work is. Now, you and your husband, you are apostolic and prophetic. I don't know which base is one or the other. You seem to be very apostolic, he seems to be very prophetic. But here's the thing Jesus makes it clear mm-hmm. or through Paul he makes it clear in Ephesians chapter 2 that the work of God's people Mm -hmm. is founded Mm -hmm. is founded on the work of the apostles Apostles. and prophets wow yeah so how do you build a business how do you build a business by being entrepreneurial and creative just write it down just write it down (laughs) that's it that's all you need how you How you build a business, of course, you're going to need all of the other capitals, but the fundamental capital to get the thing started is entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and creativity. Because you need to be able to see the opportunity, recognize that you have a capacity to meet the opportunity, Mm -hmm. and then be able to communicate that. Yes. And the creative is the one who helps you do the communication.
0: Yeah yeah we are, we are breathing for a moment before we because papa Mike you have to finish the other 3 because right now the apostolic and the prophetic people are like yeah and then the and then and then the evangelists and the and the, and the pastors and teachers Okay are so so here's what the evangelist
1: so here's the evangelist the evangelist <laughs> doesn't come up with new information <clears throat> Oh the evangelist uses the given information Mm -hmm. and communicates it with enthusiasm.
0: Wow. (laughs) I love it.
1: Yeah? Yes. Is this a sales? I mean, the the evangelist has the gospel. You're not coming up with another gospel.
0: No, please. Please don't.
1: (laughs) I mean, please. Don't do that. You're not coming up with another gospel. You're just communicating it with anointing and inspiration and enthusiasm. Yeah, so... Do you need salespeople? Absolutely. I think. Yeah. What are they excited about? They're excited about your message. (laughs) They're excited about your product. If you have salespeople who are not excited about your product, (laughs) either the product's wrong or get rid of them. Wow. They'd be much better cleaning the car. Yeah. It's It's just completely useless. So, what is it then you need as a, tr- as a teacher and as a pastor? Well, here's the thing. You need to have a texture as well as a structure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the texture of caring for people,
0: yeah.
1: caring for your customers, mm-hmm. caring for your staff, mm-hmm. is the thing that will carry the work forward. Yes, mm-hmm. You will establish the frontier with the pioneers the apostles and prophets, mm-hmm. and you'll lose it immediately if you don't have the settlers.
0: Ooh.
1: So you can sell one car to one person. If you don't maintain the car, they'll never come back to you. It's true. <laughs> if you have no customer service, they'll never come back to you. And to be able to do all of that, you need to be able to train your people and communicate... Jack- Actually, there's a lot of training of customers that we need to yes. do, which is communicating with them what it is that they need to be thinking of next. That's basically coaching them. Yeah? Yes. Once you've established the relationship and they're, they're bought in and they're, they're completely loyal to your product, you're just coaching them in what it is that they need to be thinking about next. Mm-hmm. Well, therefore, you need the teachers and the pastors. Everybody Does that make wins, sense?
0: Absolutely. Yeah? It makes sense. So, Papa, my case, the thing, as you're describing this, of course, first of all, light bulb moments are going on in our minds. And there's a lot of light bulbs going yeah, on around like the room. Identifying where you belong, identifying some of your friends and people who you work with. But here is the thing uh, you'll often find that one, the, uh, because we're designed and wired differently, we find that we're frustrated with each other as opposed to. Seeing the gift in each other and helping, yep. and, and 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 helping, you know, run along each other's gifts. So, what would you, how, how do we, instead of being frustrated, recognize and so?
1: So, here's the thing, yeah. Here's the thing, all of us have an apportionment of grace, Paul says in Ephesians yes. 4. Mm-hmm. So, I'm assuming that means all of us. All so, us. everybody in this room, everybody who's part of this broadcast. Everybody, whether they're a believer or not, whether a a Christian or what I like to call a Mm pre-Christian, whatever they are, they've been designed to fulfill one of those five roles. Mm -hmm. But all five roles are touching each other all the time. And so not everyone's called to be an apostle but everyone's called to be on mission. Mm -hmm. And so as you, an apostolic person, touch the lives of other people, they will naturally want to become more missional. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's called to be a prophet, but everyone's called to hear the voice of the Lord. And so you connect with the prophet and then you naturally feel inspired to go and listen to Jesus more more carefully. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's called to be an evangelist, but everyone's called to be a witness. You spend time with the evangelist and you want to witness more. Not everyone is called to be a teacher, but everyone's called to stand on the word. And so when you spend time with the teachers, you think, I need to read my Bible more. Not everyone is supposed to be a pastor, but everyone is supposed to care for others. So what we're doing, of course, is we're touching the lives of others, and by imitation, they're picking up what it is that's our anointing. And so there's a difference between base ministry and a phase ministry. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I can hang out with prophets and I start being more prophetic. But if I try to be a prophet, I run out of grace. I've been apportioned grace to be one thing. I've been apportioned grace to be one thing. I can extend that grace to learn yes. the gifts, the skills, the capacities of the other mm-hmm. ministries mm-hmm. so that I grow up to be more like Jesus who's yes. all, five all five ministries, so that I begin to look more like the full stature of Christ. Yes. Remember in Ephesians 4, yes. I do that by interacting with the other ministries, but those other ministries are not mine. Grace, yes. And what'll happen is if you're not an evangelist, and you try to do it every day, Mm -hmm. every week, every year, you'll run Run out of grace. grace. So if you're not a salesperson, I'm not a salesperson. (laughs) If you're not a salesperson, don't try to be a salesperson forever (laughs) because it will wear you out and wear everybody else out as well. Are you you getting what I'm saying here? It's really, really important, this, because it's grace that's been a yes. portion to us. It's a portion of grace. Yes. So allow that portion to be your portion. Learn from the others so that you fill out and become a better apostle. The best apostles are the apostles that can teach, prophesy, evangelize, yeah? yeah. Care for the sheep. The best pastors are the ones who can be on mission, listen to the Lord, do evangelism and teach the flock. They're the best pastors. Yeah. Because they're growing into the the measure of the stature of Christ. It's the same thing in your business. Find out what they're made for, the people around you. Let everyone else interact with them so that they grow to be better at what they do, but keep them in their lane. Wow. Yeah? So powerful.
0: And behind, at the end of the book, Building a Discipling Culture, by the way, if you have that book, is an exercise that you can do to discover what your base and your phase ministry is. Can That's I just say as well, can yes. I just say,
1: I, I've spoken to uh, Apostle Moses, I've spoken to you, we'll find a way of getting the, it's a really good course, even though I say it myself, Design for Business course available for you guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll just do that. We'll just make sure it's happening, okay? Yeah. Yay!
0: And yeah. He's really serious. Like he's yeah. giving us full access to the Design for Business course. Thank you for your generosity, mm. Papa Steve
1: Mike. Wells. Steve yeah. Wells, the amazingly successful businessman, does it with me, and so it's really fun.
0: Yeah, we look it's forward really to it. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Well, you can be sure that when it comes, our Apostle will make sure that. We squeeze all the juices out of it, they will think we came up with it.
1: Feel free. That's our uh, feel free. That's
0: that's just feel one free. of our strengths. I don't know where it falls. And then just tell everyone this topic. is this is
1: something that we came up yeah, with. Yeah, we came amazing. like
0: you can't convince anyone about the five capitals. It's ours, man. We came <laughs> up we came up with while I was sitting on my veranda. <laughs> Papa Mike was on the yacht, I was on the veranda. And yeah, it worked. All right, as we come to the very end of our time together, yeah. Papa Mike, I'm looking at all the other questions I wanted to ask you. You've answered most of it. I think I'll end with our two-in-one. Mm. One, you've kept mentioning how we are such an entrepreneur nation. Mm-hmm. Now, they've actually named us the second most enterprising nation in the world. Well, And we've, we've heard it, we right. hear it. Who says that? Uh, I don't know who was it. Maybe World Bank.
1: World Bank, the World Bank. Say I, I agree with the World Bank. Yeah? They're very good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we've had it. Mm. And, and 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 sometimes when you live in a culture, the other day when you asked, yesterday you asked the question, if I ask a Ugandan, would you want to prosper? I was thinking, it's like asking us, do you want to breathe? Yeah, like it's oxygen. Do you want to prosper? We understand what prosperity means. It's the major prayer request financial breakthrough. What well, That is, is, yeah, if you're a true man of God, there must be financial breakthrough. That's what he's bringing. It's either financial breakthrough or marriage partners for for the Ugandan church. So that's the, because we are young, we want to get married. And so um, you keep saying that. Yeah. And and, and Apostle say that you're a futurist, and we believe it. We had a little bit of it yesterday. Yeah. You're a futurist. So if you could tell us, what do you see because we, 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 we don't possibly see what you're saying we live in it it's what' yep. is our reality yep. what do you see and what would you say to us as this nation that is full of physical capital we are young we're vibrant we're enterprising mm-hmm. what would you see you see you see that we can do to maximize the opportunity we have now as, as a people
1: yeah I mean I think one of the things you can do is to pray that the resources that may well become available with the discovery of oil, huh. with the identification of other fundamental resources, mm-hmm. become the means by which capital is built into the system of entrepreneurship because that will release it to the world. Amen. It's very, very hard for anything to operate without the initial capital. Mm-hmm. and so. Um, I mean, I've been praying for that as I've been going around because I didn't know that you'd discovered oil here. And, I, and you know, oil's, oil's not going to be a long-lasting energy solution for the world. We know that. Mm-hmm. But it may well be the catalyst mm. for Uganda to really take off. So I think that there's, I think there's something strategically important to pray for there. Yes. And there may well be other resources. And just pray that, I mean, there's always going to be Craft and there's always going to be manipulation, there's always going to be corruption in whatever culture you, you function in yeah. where those kinds of things happen. So it's not like Uganda is particularly you know, specified in that particular way. It's just that we need to make sure that the maximum amount of capital gets into the maximum number of hands so mm-hmm. that you can see this thing take up. So I would say that strategically that's really important. I think the other thing that I think might well be worth exploring is as you grow in your confidence yeah. assume other people want your expertise mm. now I've been, I've been saying this to, to Apostle Moses and Pastor Sarah I've been saying if what's happening here is what I think it is then lots of people will want to know about it And you need to start planning for the assumption that other people want your expertise. You just have to. So I've been talking to some of your business people and saying, well, why don't you you look at some of my stuff and tell me what you do with it? Mm -hmm. Tell me, you know, give me a pitch. Tell me what you'd do. (laughs) Because what you're doing is not less than anywhere else I've seen. It's not worse than anything else I've seen. It's just as good, if not better. So make the assumption that what you have is actually useful beyond the borders of your current experience. Wow. That's the thing that's going to make the difference in the end.
0: Does that make sense? Absolutely. Wow, guys, come on, give it up for Papa Mike. What a great time we've had. That last statement that he has made, run with it, okay? Make the assumption that what you're doing matters and many people are going to want to benefit from it. That's going to lead you to grow more, to seek coaching, to get excellent at it, to join the Harvest School of Business. Yeah, Worship Harvest, there's a serious school of business here where we are preparing business people to be exactly that, ready for the world and seeing ourselves as people who are playing on a global scale. Thank you so much Papa Mike for the encouragement, the prophetic My pleasure. things that you've put out for us. And listen, you're watching us and you've never met Jesus lord of your life. Okay? That everything that we are talking about begins with Jesus. It begins with knowing him as our lord and savior. He pours his power into that vessel and acts What God created you to be from the beginning and so we want to invite you today if you're watching and you've never met Jesus Lord of your life here in the room if you're watching online this is your opportunity and I just want to make it as simple as possible all I need you to do is just put that hand up wherever you are if you're saying yes to Jesus Mm -hmm. just put your hand up whether you're alone or you're in a crowd. God is there right there with you if you'll put your hand up and pray this simple prayer mm-hmm. after me because all you need to do is to believe in your heart that mm-hmm. Jesus died for your mm-hmm. sin and gave you his life in exchange and then confess it with your mouth so just pray this prayer after mm-hmm. me say Lord Jesus
1: Lord Jesus
0: today I receive you, today I you. as my Lord and Savior
1: as my Lord and Savior I give you
0: my sin I give you my life
1: Give my life. And I receive your life. I receive your life.
0: Today I am a child of God.
1: Today I am a child of God. Take my life. Take my life.
0: And do something significant with it. And do something significant. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. You are born again, and we want to hear about it and help you as you start your new life with Jesus. There's a number on your screen, but I'll read it out for you. That is 0775 642449. If you're outside of Uganda, you add plus 256775. 642449 send us a message, there's a pastor waiting to communicate with you and help connect you to a loving family and once again, thank you so much for joining us for Business Garage, we hang out every Sunday, 7.30am right here on the platform that you're a part of, would you give it up one more time for Papa Mike Green and the wisdom he has brought us this morning see you next time right here at Business Garage and at 9am for the Encounter Service God bless
1: See you next
0: time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is... 0393-281-555 We're taking very toast.